conversion of absolute monarchy to constitutional monarchy is a reflection of the age of democracy. Welcome back to episode 7 of Keeping Up With The Constitution, a podcast hosted by the committee members of the University of Malaya Consi team, bringing you a simple dissection of the Malaysian constitution. Hi, my name is Zakit, your host for today, and today's topic is the Malay rulers, the guardians of Islam. Now, I believe many people are confused whether the rulers have either absolute or defined powers in this country. Okay, it's really easy. Absolute monarchy means the monarch has supreme powers, while constitutional monarchy means the powers of the rulers are defined and limited by the federal and state constitutions. Sometimes, it might look like the rulers have absolute powers, but 99% of these powers must be read in the light of Article 40 Clause 1 and Article 40 Clause 1A of the Federal Constitution which states that the YDPA acts on the advice of the Prime Minister or a minister authorised by the Cabinet. Under constitutional monarchy in the Malaysian context, the monarch, or known as the YDPA, is elected through an electoral process, like a general election, you know. But the voting only happens within the nine sultans of the Malay states during the Conference of Rulers, which are Johor, Negris Milan, Kelantan, Perlis, Pahang, Terengganu, Perak, Selangor, and Kedah. Now, the interesting part is the governors from the rest of the four states, which are Malacca, Penang, Sabah, and Sarawak, do not have the privilege to vote or even get voted, even though they are involved during the election process. This is why our monarchy system is considered unique and one of its kind in the world. Now you might be wondering, what kind of personal and political powers do our Raja Jemlayu have? I hope you can follow my voice. I'll divide it into three parts, which are personal powers and immunities, discretionary political powers and non-discretionary political powers. Did you know that you could actually sue the rulers? Yes, we could. But with the consent of the Attorney General, of course, as stated in Article 183 of the Federal Constitution. You must be surprised, right? Let, let me explain to you this. Before 1993, the rulers enjoyed absolute immunity from any proceedings in any courts until the ruling government at that time Prime Minister Datuk Seri Dr. Mahathir Mohamad initiate a constitutional amendment in order to make both the YDPA and the Sultans liable to criminal and civil proceedings in the ordinary courts. However, the Constitution Amendment Bill was vetoed by all nine rulers and a compromise bill containing four significant concessions was proposed. First, no civil or criminal action can commence against the rulers in their personal capacity except with the consent of the Attorney General as stated in Article 183. Well, I think this is pretty straightforward for you. Second, a special court will be created to try 
any cases related to the YDPA or the rulers as stated in Article 181 Clause 2 and Article 182 of the Federal Constitution. Third, Article 182 Clause 1 grants the rights to the Majlis Raja Raja to nominate two out of five judges in the special court and finally the YDPA and the rulers alongside with their spouse may be pardoned by the Majlis Raja Raja if convicted of a crime. Fascinating, isn't it? You could see their immunities being abolished and their guarantees provided under Article 71 in which the rulers, quote-unquote, to hold, enjoy and exercise the constitutional rights and privileges of rulers of that state in accordance with the constitution of that state are now a matter of history. But don't worry, the rulers have other discretionary powers which are granted by the state constitutions in certain matters. For example, the ruler shall function as the head of the Muslim religion or relating to Malay Adat. In fact, many rulers were also granted additional discretionary powers. For example, the constitution of Kelantan gives powers to the rulers to appoint the State Service Commission and to appoint some officials as stated in Article 61 and Article 13 respectively. The rulers' discretionary political powers are wide enough to even reject the advice of the Menteri Besar. However, you should know that their position and powers are different according to each state. Under the 8th Schedule of the Federal Constitution, the rulers are allowed to exercise their own judgment in matters concerning the appointment of the Menteri Besar, the request for the meeting of the Majlis Raja Raja, and we hold consent against the dissolution of the State Assembly. If you don't know what the State Assembly means, it's the Dewan Undangan Negeri, also known as DUN, which creates laws at the state level like Peraturan-Peraturan or Circulars. Nevertheless, the rulers are still bound to act in accordance with the advice of his Menteri Besar to remind them that they are constitutional monarchs and not absolute monarchs as stated in Article 71 of the Federal Constitution. These powers are called non-discretionary powers because they cannot make their own decision as they wish, even though the executive power of the state is bestowed in their office. However, even though the rulers are not the ones who are making decisions for the country, unlike the executive or the government body, they indeed have a role to play, as their influence is far greater in reality. For example, the Sultan of Perak, which is Sultan Nazrin Muizuddin Shah, made the headlines in the Star Online on 16 April 2019 by saying that Malaysians should learn from the Christchurch incident and stop sensationalizing racial and religious issues. These statements are important as they carry great impact towards emphasizing the welfare of the country and as a red sign towards politicians with agendas. Now, I think that's enough constitutional lessons for today. Before I end my episode of the day, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast. 
I hope you gain some insightful knowledge or maybe more or less know about how constitutional monarchs work in Malaysia. Until next time, we will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.